Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito. Let's jump into it. So today I want to kind of go back. Um, Once again, we're still in pandemic, even though a lot of the the restraints have been loosening up, right? Um, Still in the midst of George Floyd and so many others. I mean, just craziness, right? Between pandemic... You know, the call against social injustice, uh, police brutality or excessive force, um, and then just racism, right? From a Confederate flag to a rebel flag to a battle flag. I mean, I've heard all kinds of different things. So craziness going on in the world. And what I really wanted to do was just go back to an old topic. So the old topic I want to go back to is why everyone should go to prison. So we're, we're just going to call this why everyone should go to prison too. <laughs> so if you guys listen to that first podcast, and that was one of the first ones I did um, because it was something that I would share with people all the time and they always thought I was joking. And, and I am. I, I don't want anyone to have to go to prison. At the same time, it's needed uh, or, or I should say that 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 getting out of the comfort zone type deal is needed sometimes now i will say i've been pretty uh stuck sometimes on a belief or something that i do um just because it's what i do right and when people tell me i shouldn't or i should do something else like most people i would get defensive and when i say defensive i want to say like this um People get defensive in the sense that they don't like that someone's telling them to do something different or that what they're doing is wrong, right? And so whether they physically get defensive, whether they mentally get defensive, but even trying to justify why you do something is in and of itself an act of defense, right? Because you're like, hey, whoa, why are you picking off me? What do you mean I should wash my dishes right after I eat? You know, that's what you do. That's not right. Well, I don't tell you to stop. You know, So we get defensive, right? So why should everyone go to prison? So that talk really re- revolved around you get put in a situation where you got to kind of table all that shit, right? And when I say that, I mean, like... Can a racist person still be racist in prison? Sure. Matter of fact, it's almost mandatory. No, I'm just playing. But to an extent, yeah, because that's a way of controlling the inmates, right? You pit them against each other regardless of what they got going on. And here's the funny thing, right? And I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm going off on a stray here. You know, nowadays you'll have crimies and crimies are uh, Criminal co-defendants, they're, they're known as crimies. In other words, they commit crimes together, right? So you'll have crimies that are all different colors of the rainbow, right? You'll have a, a white dude, a black dude, an Asian dude. They're all out there pulling licks. They're, they're, they're doing heists. They're, they're robbing people. They're selling dope together. They're, they're doing all these different illegal interactions together, right? But then when they hit the pen, the penitentiary in California, they have to get broken up into their groups, 
So I've always thought it funny that a white dude that might run with black dudes doing crimes and stuff gets to the penitentiary and he has to go with the white dudes. You know, the black dudes don't want him. Maybe his crimes do, but not the rest of them. And the white dudes look at him crazy because not all of them, let's be very clear, not all the white people in prison are racist. That's not true. I know when you watch it on TV, they all got swastikas and they're all Heil Hitler and all this shit. That is not true. You got some regular ass white dudes in there too, right? And then you got some white dudes that are in different kinds of gangs, not just racist ones, but you know they're clicked up one way or the other. But anyway... Now you got this white dude that was running with blacks on the streets and he can't do it. And if there's a race war, he's going to have to potentially fight the very people that got him in prison or were part of him getting in prison. Right. So craziness. Right. But on the flip side, let's get back to it. Why should everyone go to prison? So some of the stuff we talked about in the other podcast was, you know, you got to kind of table all that crap like. Once again, it's not saying that you stop being that way, but you're not going to push it on people. See what I see what I'm maybe you see where I'm getting at with the state of the world right now. So, for example, if I'm Muslim, right, and I get locked up, I can go see the Iman, I can go to the mosque, which is the chapel, you know, all the religions go to the same place, right? And I can go to services and I can practice, you know, to an extent my religion, but I'm not going to be pushing that shit on no one. Maybe some people that are in my car and my group, I might, you know, let them know what I am and invite them to be part, but you can't push it, right? Because someone might go, hey, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, fuck you and your religion. And next thing you know, you're fighting when, you know, quote unquote, you were just trying to do something good, right? So, all kinds of stuff. So in prison, you like all this stuff that you see people do out here, it's the same in prison, right? You got dudes that religiously will play Dungeons and Dragons like all freaking day and night, just like people do on the streets. You got people that gamble all day and night. You know, they, they, they're sitting there playing poker or blackjack or whatever the hell in the building. You got people that are arts and crafts people, you know, that they'll do stuff with a hobby shop. You got people that play sports and stuff. They're going to continue doing that. And to an extent, they'll be able to do the stuff kind of like they did on the street. The thing that's different is there's boundaries, right? You got to be respectful and mindful. Like if you want to play D&D and you want to use three tables and you don't have three tables to use, like... You could get into it by trying to encroach on someone else's table, right? Like, if you want to, if you really want to play soccer today, you can't just go out there if other people are on the field and like make them move, right? You could get your ass kicked, stabbed, killed, all that, right? So it's like a lot of this stuff, and 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 when we think about it, out here the the. So in prison, the thing that kept us, quote unquote, separated was basically the process and procedures of the penitentiary, right? You come in and you have to claim something. And when I say claim something, I mean you have to be black, white, Mexican, whatever, right? And, and you fall into that group. And then once you're in that group, there's all the subgroups. 
you know, Nazi lowrider blood, Crip, uh, TRG, freaking Tiny Rascals, you know, like all kinds of subdivisions of gangs, you know, from the Nazi lowriders to, you know, the, the biker gangs, Hell's Angels and all that that roll up into those groups too. You know, you got all this different stuff, right? But you go and play your part. So now let's flip it. And, and mind you, the the staff there and everything is set up to keep, like, to promote those groups. Yet, if you get caught, quote unquote, being part of a, you know, a, a prison gang, right? They validate you and then you go do a shoe, indeterminate shoe term, which means you're basically segregated from everyone and on lockdown all the time because you're a validated gang member, Right. But they push you to that shit. They do. They want to see you separate. And then they will validate you if they think you're getting too prominent in that segregation effort. Crazy, right? Crazy. But think about it. They do that because it allows them to control people easier. As much as they don't want to see the big riots and they might not, they might or might not. Because obviously the stuff that was happening in Corcoran and other prisons where they were pitting fights and putting people together and betting on them and everything else is crazy. And that shit does happen, right? But what I'm saying is all that stuff is a, a control measure, right? And I always used to laugh because uh, let's take the Mexicans, for example. You had the Mexican Nationals, which was a, a pretty good sized group, you know, which are basically just Mexicans, right? Other some Guatemalans and other Latin, Hispanic, you know, people would roll up into that just because, you know, everyone speaks Spanish, so it's comfortable to be in that, that car. But then you had Northern Mexicans and you had Southern Mexicans, right? So now you got these three groups and the Southern Mexicans are a pretty big deal, right? The the MA and all that. And then you got the, the Northern Mexicans, smaller group, but still they pushed, they pushed the line. And if you put them all together, they kind of made up one of the biggest groups in prison. And I always thought it was weird because I thought to myself, if all those dudes just joined together, they'd run the entire penitentiary up and down the coast, right? But they, they're at each other's throats all the time. All the streets are killing each other up in here. They're killing each other. So it was just crazy, right? But anyway, once again, control measures. And then... Like, even when I worked in the program office, there'd be, you know, the quote unquote snitches in there, like people that had gave up people in the past and now they're in there trying to act hard. And the sergeant would be like, oh, yeah, you're a hardcore motherfucker, huh? Yeah, whatever. And then he'd leave stuff on the copy machine knowing I'm going to go over there and run a copy. And here I got paperwork now that this dude's a snitch, Right. And yeah, you know, while I was incarcerated, I played by the rules. I programmed, I politicked. So if I got something like that, I would make a copy, leave it on the copy machine. So if he comes back, you know, hey, I left that there. Okay, he didn't take it, but I already got a copy of it. Now I'm taking that shit out to the yard and giving it to that individual's group so that they can deal with them. And yeah, in hindsight, I could let I could have let that stuff pass. But this is a dude giving people up. And I've been told on enough times I didn't like that shit. So I just played by the rules. And yeah, that puts that person in danger. And I do kind of feel bad about it. Would I would I have changed what I did? 
Probably not, because if someone knew I went over to that copy machine and saw that paperwork and didn't do something with it, uh, that's my ass is now on the line, because I'm basically doing the cop's job for him, right? Anyway, so why should everyone go to prison? Why is it so relevant right now? So we got these huge political trenches dug right now, right? We got social injustice, Black Lives Matters. You got other people saying all life matters. You got other people saying white lives matter. Like, and everything is perpetuated by all these devices. So the fact that you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you got Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, and who knows what else, Pinterest, and all these other things on your phone, right? And depending on what you like, Depending on what you, you know, who you friend, that's going to warrant what comes through your newsfeed. Just like on Facebook, right? If you like a bunch of stuff that is pro-Trump, you're going to see more of that. If you dislike that and like other things that are pro-Democrats or Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders, you're going to see more of that, right? Why? Because it keeps you engaged. And... More importantly, it keeps spoon feeding you what you need to continue your bias towards the other side, right? Beautifully constructed control mechanism. And then you get the the ads from all these different companies because they know you're watching this crap and they're going to jump in and try and sell you a Trump t-shirt or a Joe Biden t-shirt or whatever. I like Star Wars crap. Guess what I see? I see a bunch of Star Wars stuff, lightsabers for sale, shirts that say Happy uh, Father's Day with a Yoda on it and stuff. Why? Because I like that stuff. So they they market directly to me. To some extent, it's kind of cool because when you want you you don't know that you want something and something get pops up, you know, it's nice. On the flip side, I'll look at something for work and now I'm getting surveillance cameras on my news feed about things I should buy, right? So anyway, going back to this whole prison thing. So when I was locked up, I mean, there were so many things that I saw that that I was like, God, they're like, yes, I get correctional officers saying they got a tough job because they're outnumbered, you know, 20, 30 to one and all this stuff and sometimes even more. I get that. But because all the control measures there's not a lot of risk. Like, don't get me wrong, there's always a boiling point. And I think, right, my personal opinion, please, people, I I can't stress this enough. You disagree with me, drop a comment. You You want to put your opinion out there and have me respond, drop a comment, I will. Because I have no problem, you know, saying why I feel a certain way or defending myself and if you, if you present a good argument, hell, I'll change the way I think. But this is just how I think today, right? Anyway, so it's all about freaking control. So right now, you got social injustice. Like in prison, what I saw was, um, and I did a podcast just recently about these brownouts and we all kind of refused to lock up one day and they came out and videotaped us and everything. And... Um, it was a boiling point, right? It's where the control gets out of control and something starts to happen and the people that enforce that control have the opportunity to shift gears and move things around. 
So in that situation that I'm talking about, they were doing these brownouts and they just voluntarily would cut our power off, leave us all in the dark and in the heat and all this other stuff and feed us in our cells and we'd have to, you know, literally make candles. <laughs> and I'm not joking. We made freaking candles um, so we could see the food. It was crazy, right? And then one day we just didn't lock up. Everyone was like, screw you. Get us some damn light. And they did right? Think about our situation right now out here in the beautiful free world. People are pissed off because there is excessive force by police officers. There also have been plenty of these conspiracy things. And I love looking at this stuff and reading about it because I definitely think there's some things that happen that people paint a picture. And when I say people, I mean People that we probably never see that have a ton of money and who literally are the puppeteers of, of the world, right? But I definitely believe in some of that stuff, right? I just, I, I've never seen anything that makes me go wild because obviously if there was enough proof, that could get leaked out and it would cause revolts and people that really ask. And, you know, I'm always amazed that it doesn't get to that point. But anyway, um, there's all kinds of stuff. I do think that things sometimes happen because it's it's worth it for the people way up top to sacrifice a few lambs to keep the rest, you know, going the way the dog tells them to go, right? So, needless to say, think of all the stuff that's going on right now. It's kind of like the brownouts I was just talking about in prison. People are getting fed up that there's... Um, social injustice because of the divides these political divides and once again i'm i'm, I'm here to tell y'all i don't have allegiance to anyone screw the democrats the republicans the liberals the independent screw them all politicians are all crooked to some extent hell maybe i should run because at least you know you're going to get the real deal from me i'm not going to sugarcoat it and i'm going to swear and all that fun stuff but anyway the point of the matter is, is all this stuff is bubbling up and it's like those brownouts and people have had enough. And now the pitting of people against each other is reaching a boiling point that I, I really think that the powers that be are starting to go, oh, crap. Now we got to calm things down. Right. Why are police getting charged with murder all of the sudden? This stuff has been going on for years years and years and years black people used to get hung and there would be newspapers there taking pictures nobody got prosecuted black people used to got get they would they would get burned alive you know there are still basically concentration camps for immigrants crossing the border once again i'm going to throw my little belief out there which is i don't believe people should cross illegally right i don't are there some bad people in all those people? Yeah, but the percentage is so small, you can't sit there. And once again, people will argue, don't hate all the cops for a few bad apples. Yet, when it comes to immigrants, they're quick to say they're all rapists and killers. No, they're not. If that was the case, the, the country would all be dead because the majority of the damn country is immigrants. I mean, be realistic with your thought process. But at the same time, prove me wrong. Like, these are my personal opinions. I did not Google any of this crap. So... Everything's bubbling up. You have 
um, quote unquote closet races, right? Coming out of the world work, Confederate flags. Uh, I got into an argument with someone because someone was bringing up that a flag was a Virginia battle flag and it was a this, it was that. And I pulled it up and I'm like, that's a Confederate flag. They're all Confederate flags. Doesn't matter whether it was a battle flag or a quote unquote rebel flag. The point is, is they lost and now we have the American flag. And I'm proud of that damn flag. And to any of my veterans or police officers or first responders out there, man, thank you for everything you do. I wish you guys got taken care of a lot better. Um, and I know a lot of you carry carry a heavy heart when it comes to how people treat these flags. So I'm with you on that. I want you guys to know that. Um, I also think we need some change, right? And... The, the quote-unquote closet racist, what I tell people, the and I've said it before on, on these podcasts, like Will Smith said, you know, all that stuff was there. It's just getting televised now. And a lot of these people feel that it's safer to come out and just be vocal about it, which I have to tell y'all, that's scary. That is scary. We're going into like movies that talk about 50, 60 years ago that we're living that today. So... If you don't know or didn't know, I have a beautiful wife. She's black. I have an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful baby girl. She's black, right? So black lives matter to me for a little bit different reason, but they should matter to everyone, just like white lives should matter to everyone. Just like Peruvian, I'm half Peruvian. Peruvian life should matter to everyone. And I forget who said it, uh, Morgan Friedman or Samuel L. Jackson, but you know that they, they were asking, you know, how do you how do you change racism? And they said basically stop talking about it. And somebody made a meme, and it basically said it. It originally said a white police officer shot and killed a black man or wrongfully shot and killed a black man. I said, how do you change it? And it crossed out the white and the black and just said a police officer wrongfully killed another man. And I agree. Like, stop taking race out of it and let us deal with the issue. Um, although we have to acknowledge that there seems to be more of an issue with people of color. And right now that focuses on blacks and that's why blacks life matter. Um, once again, I wish everyone could experience what, what I went through. And then you'd understand. And I'm watching this Trump rally getting ready to start in uh, Florida. Um, I don't agree with them having a rally and not being safe and having to sign a waiver. How can you have a, a rally and tell people they have to sign a waiver saying they're not going to do anything if they get sick? Because they know that there's a probability that they will. So I disagree with that. I don't personally like Trump. I didn't like him before he was president. Um, he always got caught up in stuff and just kind of seemed like a douchebag. So <laughs> I never really liked him. Really don't like him as president. But I respect other people who do as long as they don't try to impose that shit on me. Right? And when people go, oh, so you're a Biden supporter. I mean, I'll vote for him because, once again, I voted for Hillary. I didn't like her either. But two bad seeds, 
I'm going to take the one I consider to be less bad. Once again, Joe Biden, I consider him to be less bad. Do I like him tremendously more than Trump? Nah. So here's my Indian thought for my rant today. (laughs) And I love you all for listening to these rants, by the way. But be yourself. Stand by your guns. And when I say that, I mean stand by your morals, your ethics. Stand by your beliefs. But keep an open mind. I'll do another podcast talking about that. But keep an open mind. Because a closed mind perpetuates all this bullshit, which really ends up in prejudice and racism. And I'll say that because you start to believe that Trump supporters are all stupid because you can't believe the things he does and why would someone support him? Same with, you know, creepy old Joe, right, that touches on kids. Oh, if you support him, you must be a pedophile. Oh, so I hate you, right? Like, stick by your beliefs, but keep an open mind and understand that we're all people, right? Go to prison. You'll figure it out. Anyway, this is Tito. Hope I didn't bore y'all today. Love y'all. Stay safe. Keep an open mind. And know that we over here, I know uh, I, got, I got my people in Africa, on the continent. I'm sorry. Um, I got people in Australia. I got people in uh, Peru. I got people in um, Ireland that are listening. So excluding y'all, I love y'all too. But for everyone else, we're American. Let's act like it and be brothers and sisters to each other. And I say brothers and sisters because brothers and sisters don't always get along, but they always have each other's back. And that's how we should be. Anyway, this is Tito. I'm out.